Hello, my friends, and welcome to another Cup of Joe podcast. It is Wednesday, November the 17th, and wherever you are, whenever you are listening to this, I wish you God's grace, God's mercy, God's life within the midst of your day. I'm so glad that you are here for another mini pod. This is the week of mini pods. We're just checking this out. We're dancing with it. We're seeing how it feels out on the floor. And so far, two down, kind of feels okay. Although my wife warned me last night, Joe, you already got longer on the first one, from the first one to the second one. So we're going to see how this goes. Today's a long gospel, Renee. Don't chew me out too much. But it is a feast day today, my friends. It is the feast of St. Elizabeth of Hungary. I might talk about her a little bit at the end, depending on how long my midi pod goes. But it's a longer gospel, so it is Matthew, no, not Matthew, Luke, Luke, chapter 19, verses 11 to 28. Luke 19, 11 to 28, so a longer parable of Jesus. Let's dive in, shall we? A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. And once again, I'm going to take this out of the message, the uh, translation by Eugene Peterson. While Jesus had their attention, and because they were getting close to Jerusalem by this time, an expectation was building that God's kingdom would appear at any minute, he told this story. There was once a man descended from a royal house who needed to make a long trip back to headquarters to get authorization for his rule and then return. But first, He called ten servants together, gave them each a sum of money, and instructed them, Operate with this until I return. But the citizens there hated him. So they sent a commission with a signed petition to oppose his rule. We don't want this man to rule us. When he came back, bringing the authorization of his rule, he called those ten servants to whom he had given the money to find out how they had done. The first said, Master, I doubled your money. He said, Good servant, great work. Because you've been trustworthy in this small job, I'm making you governor of ten towns. The second said, Master, I made a 50% profit on your money. He said, I'm putting you in charge of five towns. The next servant said, Master, here's your money safe and sound. I kept it hidden in the cellar. To tell you the truth, I was a little afraid. I know you have high standards and hate sloppiness and don't suffer fools gladly. He said, You're right that I don't suffer fools gladly, and you've acted the fool. Why didn't you at least invest the money in securities so I would have gotten a little interest on it? Then he said to those standing there, Take the money from him and give it to the servant who doubled my stake. They said, But master, he already has double. He said, That's what I mean. Risk your life and get more than you ever dreamed of. Play it safe, and end up holding the bag. 
As for these enemies of mine who petitioned against my rule, clear them out of here. I don't want to see their faces around here again. My friends, the Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So two points, again, that I want us just to mull on and and to ponder within the course of our day today. And the first is this. Of course, this this parable uh, invites us, right, to find ourselves within it. Uh, Particularly, which servant are we? Are we one of those who are willing to go out on a high wire, willing to act the fool, in, in the, to use the language of the reading? Uh, or are we one who operates out of fear and hides? A couple of points, my friends, that I would, I would make. Um, the, the master gives a sum of money, particularly probably the same amount, to each of those servants and then goes away and allows them to act of their free will and and accord and and go out and do what they, they do. But only, brothers and sisters, to the extent, now I'm going to switch it into the present tense, only to the extent that you and I really receive that gift can we operate out of it, Right? Because if I don't believe I've been given any money, I'm clearly not going to go out and spend it. If, if I don't believe I've been given any gifts, I'm clearly going to act out of that space. But brothers and sisters, here's the deal, and you know it. You know it. You are gifted, and so am I. Let me say it again. You are gifted, and so am I. Have you received the gift? And have I? That is our question today. Have we received it? Because only when I've received it can I act out of it. Because otherwise, my friends, I may be acting out of fear. I may be acting out of fear of failure because if I go out there and fail, it's really only because I believe I'm a failure. And of course, that's what's going to happen. You're going to see me as I really am. So I'd be acting out of my insecurities. I'd be acting out of my shame that, that, that thinks that, that ultimately that failure is who I am. And we cannot be afraid of failure. Because the, if, if, that's, if that's our driving force, we are acting out of fear. And not out of that place that says, I have been given something. I've received a gift. Now, how do I use that? Brothers and sisters, you may, uh, and, and, and you know, how do we do this? I mean, it, it, we have to trust our intuition. We have to trust the giftedness we've been given. We have to trust where we believe the Spirit is inviting us to use that gift. And, and it may be in a small way today that, that the Spirit is saying, use this. Um, it may be saying, reach out to somebody, uh, you know, that you know well, that just, they need a companion today. You know, write that email that, uh, that you haven't written, uh, but you knew, you know, it's just been on your mind and nagging. Yeah, to do that. Or maybe bigger. Maybe something that's been nagging you for a while, for God inviting you to take a major step in your life, a major change. And you've just been putting it off 
or ignoring the voice. Brothers and sisters, it's not our talents, it's not our gifts that we're called to bury. It's our fears. So that's point number one. I invite us to mull on that. What have we been burying and where have we been acting out of? So that's point number one. Point number two is a simple one. What is our image of God? Listen, if Jesus is the image of the invisible God, which Paul says us, and we know that that's true, that is such good news. But this, this master, is, he's pretty tough. He does not suffer fools greatly. And I know, I can raise my hand, I'm a fool on many an occasion. And, and so, you know, this parable aside, what is our image of God? Is it one that looks like Jesus? Because if it is, my friends, you and I can exhale. Or is it one more that looks like the master of this parable? Because that's one we have to walk on eggshells around. What is our image of God? Because our image of God will make our own image of ourselves. It will make our image of how we love. It will make our, it will drive how we live and move and have our being in this world. We will act out of it. What? is our image of God. Those are the points I invite us to mull over today. St. Elizabeth of Hungary, let me just say this, lived about the same time of St. Francis and was deeply influenced by him. Uh, king, She was the daughter of the king of Hungary and, uh, and gave up all of those things, uh, dressed in, in uh, poor clothes, associated with the poor, would give out hundreds and hundreds of loaves of bread to those who came to their to the palace every day every day married at the age of 14 three children with her husband but by the age of 20 he died in the crusades she was thrown out of the palace by their husband's family before being placed back in but ultimately chose to go out and start a hospital and live among the poor and died at the age of 24. But here's the deal. She was canonized four years, four, after her death. Now, let me equate that. St. Mother Teresa of Calcutta was canonized 19 years after her death. And every one of us who saw her knew she was a living saint. That's who we're talking about when we talk about St. Elizabeth of Hungary. Somebody who knew what Jesus meant when he took off his outer garment, tied a towel around his waist, and washed the feet of his disciples. It's a good example. Let's pray. So, my friends, we continue through the uh, glorious mysteries today, and so we begin in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. The third glorious mystery, the descent of the Holy Spirit. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. 
Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. St. Elizabeth of Hungary, pray for us. Two points today, my friends. Have we received the gift? Do you know you are gifted? And if so, what area or what areas? And are you acting out of that place or acting out of fear? What is it? Point number one. Point number two. What is your image? What is my image of God today? Because we are going to act out of that place too. My friends, bless you. Have a wonderful Wednesday. God's peace.